0: Welcome to the Resellers Late Show with your host, Baldy Pal. And, and co-host, Gary. Gary. Featuring, Featuring tonight's night guest, Sal Spencer. And, and now, here's, here's your, your host, host Baldy Pal! Pal.
1: Hey, everybody. <laughs> Adam, let's talk about that picture. Uh. Oh, yeah. The resellers' late show and the new
0: introduction. That was a surprise. I pulled out of my hat. I wanted to, it was even a surprise to you guys. Sal, our guest, how are you, buddy? You doing all
2: right, man? Doing fantastic. Doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on
0: absolutely sal with sal's dispensers as in tape dispensers that is Mm -hmm. we're gonna learn
1: all about that in just a few minutes gary how you doing tonight my friend i'm doing well i'm doing well adam so thank you very much for asking sal thanks for joining us so uh a pleasure to talk
3: to you tonight i'm doing well i'm doing well at
0: Somebody mute the youtube yep got it there you go
1: gary what are you drinking tonight I have got a Johnny Walker Black, uh, little dram of Johnny Walker here. So uh, just you know, so I was watching episodes of Yellowstone earlier. Yeah, and I feel whenever I'm watching Yellowstone, I need to have like some kind of whiskey on me. So uh, if you haven't watched that show, by the way, definitely watch it. Great
0: show. Is is that the one? Who's the lead actor in that one? I can't remember. Right now. Kevin Costner. Yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah. What what platform are you watching it on?
1: Um, I am watching it on. Let's see. Well, <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this. Netflix. <laughs> it's, uh, um, <laughs> no, it's not that. It's. Uh, I know you going to say. My brother-in-law gave me a USB. Amazon Fire and TV. Yeah, or anything. that's right. Something like that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so.
0: Oh man, I, I it's got to be on Netflix or something, right? I just don't know which one it's on. But many people have told me that Yellowstone yeah. is a show to catch up on.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. How's the weather over there in Oregon, Sal?
2: It's crazy. Uh, I think yesterday we had snow (laughs) at like three o'clock and then it was gone by the next day. But it's it. Oregon's always had that kind of weather. um, Yeah. Bipolar weather. Um, You get a little bit of everything, you know.
0: Have we ever had snow over here, Gary? Is it? I don't even know what
1: snow looks like anymore. We have had some snow. And you know, this is like one inch of snow, the threat of snow. Will shut down the city, and I'm not even making yeah. that up. Uh, you know, if it's gonna snow, we all run out to the store down here in the south, we buy bread and milk. I guess we're having French toast the next morning, yeah. uh, you know, but that's what we do, and uh, you know, we, we ride out the storm, so you know, because we don't know how to drive in the ice or the snow, and that's right. But it's funny, a tornado comes by, and you know, we're out there drinking beer, watching it go by, you yeah. know, so we, we always think twice about something like that, absolutely.
2: It's really cold out here right now. I think it's like it's in the thirties, thirty-sevens around there. Man. Fluctuating with some rain off and on. So if I
1: told if I told you it was seventy five degrees here, what two days ago, Adam? Yeah. It was like seventy-five degrees, you know, which is just insane for this time of year. I said I was riding my windows down, yeah. you know, still sweating. <laughs> so, it was a high of seventy
0: five two days ago, and then no, that was just yesterday, and then a high of fifty something today. Yeah.
3: Crazy.
1: I can't keep up.
0: Well, Sal, I got a couple of questions set aside for you. We call it the lightning round for our guests. Are you ready for this, my friend?
1: Let's do
3: it.
0: All right. First off, how do you drink your coffee? With creamer or black? Creamer. With creamer? you like flavored creamer? Uh, I do. Caramel. Caramel. That's
3: very nice.
0: Well, follow up question in a pot or in a Keurig? Uh, Keurig. There you go. I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> I took way too much up. coffee to make it in a Keurig. That's, my that's wife and I would just hammering through right these Too much yeah. coffee, huh? It
2: took me a while to get used to the Keurig, but I think I got it down. Just the right amount, the right amount of creamer, and and it comes out good. It's a
0: perfect right. science. Very nice. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about adding a uh, coffee montage to one of my videos because I see a lot of people doing it. So it might have a little K cup montage come up on one of my future videos. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, next question: Apple or Android?
2: Uh, I was an Apple guy, but I switched over to Android the last two or three years, and I have uh-huh. been ten, and I love it. Uh, oh, yeah. I extremely love it. It's just it's a lot faster for me. It's you know mute my work phone here. That's okay. I can do a lot more uh, things with it. Um, The editing pictures and screenshotting a a screen without taking a screenshot is pretty cool with the Note 10. So I think right now I'm sticking with Android.
0: All right, Android. That's the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) No hard feelings to any Apple lovers out there, but. You
1: picked the wrong phone, that's all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We can screenshot a lot faster. We can move our icons around a lot it's more, more customizable.
2: <laughs> the widgets. Uh, why did you? Okay. Yes, so what the was widgets, the number
0: the one? Remind, say it one more time. What was the number one reason why you swapped from iPhone to Android? The number one reason. What made you make the jump?
2: Uh, Apple. It just got really complicated when I went from phone to phone. And if you forget the Apple ID or any of that, it just, it's more complicated and it became really simple. Um, mm-hmm. Simple to the fact that, like, oh, I want to customize this background and I couldn't, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I feel like I own my phone and it's not just the same thing from Apple. You know, I feel like it's mine and I can do what I want with it.
0: Exactly. Um, I feel the same way. Yoshi DeSavage is here. Says, hey, Mr. Gary, do you know who this is, Gary?
1: I do. What's up, Landon? How are you doing tonight?
0: All right, Landon. Thanks so much, buddy. Glad Thank you, you for joined us. Yep. We got a couple of watchers join us in the chat. Let's see what's going on. Ask Sal any questions you got. He's our guest for tonight, and we're talking about his hobby of tape dispensers. So let's jump right into it, Sal. What you're in Oregon, what is your before we get into the tape dispensers? Tell us more about your full time job.
2: Yeah, so my full time job is uh, overseeing two homeless shelters for youth that are 10 to 17 year olds. Um, And it really just depends, you know, if they're. Um, maybe running away from an abusive situation or um, maybe dealing with some underlying uh, mental health concerns that parents or adults aren't taking seriously or there's stigma around that still, you know, in our society around mental health um, or, or the families are facing poverty. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in Oregon, we're par- probably serving one of the biggest counties and it's a lot of rural county and it's hard to get a hold of those youth and get the resources because it's so spread apart. Um, and then we are also in a, in a really rich um, town in, in Benton County uh, where Oregon State is. It's just, it, there's a lot. It's, it's expensive to live there. It's a college town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, there's a lot of families that are living paycheck to paycheck. And on top of that, all the um, peer pressure from the, the high school gang and, you know, what you're doing in, in school and the drugs and all that piece. But in the end, they're just kids that are, you know, I would hate to grow up right now how kids are growing up because it's getting harder you know yeah, with sure. media, all these other peer pressures all these other norms um it's it's confusing um and in the end the kids fall through the cracks you know unfortunately mm-hmm. um because the world keeps going and some of these kids just don't get that that extra chance to uh, better their life so um i work with amazing people that are there for the kids and i have a great uh, team um that are showing up every day for the kids and um, growing themselves, so I like living through, mm-hmm. vicariously through my staff. So mm-hmm. um, we can serve up to 22 kids um, in the in both houses. So um, with COVID, we're starting to see a lot more numbers go up, and I I'm expecting that it's going to get even. Our service is going to be a bigger need uh, because I think there's millions of families across the country that are gonna be facing homelessness or close to homelessness because, or already are because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have a link or anything that um, we could share with our uh, chat or our um, visitors to tell them more? Maybe uh, if they wanted to make a donation or yeah,
2: anything like that. Yeah, I would. I would say we're we're very very uh, cared for in our community. But I would just say if you want to look into that, just look up your 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 local youth shelter and, and give them some love because we're really taken care of you know I, I put up uh two switches we wanted two switches for the houses mm-hmm. and this christmas two donors gave us switches so it's just like wow that's so awesome that you know we're cared for in that community so i would just say look up google whoever wherever you live and see what's the closest uh, homeless shelter is for youth because the only way to end youth homelessness is to see that and recognize that's a problem, but also um, that's the only way to end adult homelessness is giving these kids a chance to graduate from high school and and don't fall through 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 the cracks to end up being on the streets as adults.
0: I uh, agree a hundred percent with that. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. I've heard a st- statistic. Sorry, sometimes I can't get my words out. I've heard a statistic that um, homeless, no poverty is a generational issue and that it takes several generations for a family to to get out of it is that have you heard the same thing in your experience
2: yeah it it, it, that runs in some families we we've served over like sometimes we get kids that have siblings and they're constantly fighting going through the same thing um and and their their grandparents were homeless so then it passes it on and keep passing it on just like trauma sometimes um, our traumas as adults can be passed on to our our kids if we don't take care of ourselves, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's most definitely something. Because if you don't if you don't know anything else or don't know that it's possible to get out of that cycle, yeah, it's not gonna it's gonna continue to carry on, you know,
3: through the, right. through
2: the kids and the families, Unfortunately,
0: did you say it was twenty two kids total in two houses, or twenty two uh, each
3: house?
2: Yeah, so one's ten and one's um, twelve. 12. Okay. So, uh, we're actually working on expanding one of our houses to hopefully have up to sixteen kids. So, um, within the organization too, we have like a TOP program. Hey, Cameron, how's it going? Hey,
0: Cameron. Cameron, thanks for joining us, buddy.
2: We have two uh, TOP, uh, three, three or four now. We're we're growing like crazy, but we do have a TOP program for eighteen to uh, twenty year olds.
0: All right, and tell that- us what that acronym stands for.
2: Uh, transitional living program. Uh, So that is for those young adults that we can, you know, we have a whole continuum of care of, we have an outreach team that goes and finds them and we bring them into shelter hopefully by building those relationships and if they don't have a family to go to, then our option is to get them into our transitional living program so they don't end up on the street so they get a chance to go to school, they get a chance to get um, work experience and be able to pay rent but in the end they get to check out all that savings um for their first apartment or for um you know anything that they may need moving on after the 18 month program so it's a whole continuum of care we all work together um to hope to end youth homelessness so
0: i think that's awesome i think yeah, it, it really is and that's is. your day-to-day um that's your full-time job and um part-time you resell right and if I'm not mistaken, you said you do it on both Etsy and eBay. Am I right about that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on Etsy, you got to have something either custom built, made, or some uh, Etsy stuff. is just the
2: sales dispensers, and eBay.
0: eBay is everything else, right? So tell us about, uh, yeah.
1: can you hear me?
2: Did you were kind of um, lagging a little bit. Okay. I don't know if it's me or you.
1: Gary, can you hear me good? I can hear both of you fine now. So I was getting a little there for well. a second. Yeah. So
0: tell us about your tape dispensers, man. Tell us. Start from the beginning. What's the history of how you got into custom tape dispensers?
3: You
2: know, I was I got into the reselling um, by watching. You know, Reyes. Uh, not the I don't forgot his name, but I think it's Reyes, the guy with the what about the gas? And then that led me into a rabbit hole with um, Lonnie, you got shit flips and then, you know, I started expanding from there and I was like, oh, I can do this. Um, So I just tried it, you know, the first sale came and I was hooked. I was like, wow, went somewhere, I took pictures and someone bought it. Like, even my brothers are like, man, people buy the weirdest crap. Like, (laughs) the weirdest crap. Um, So after that, you know, We've
0: seen Cheetos in the shape of male parts (laughs) sell on (laughs)
2: eBay. Right. If you ever so, find uh, any
1: of those. Uh, so.
2: yeah, Ray an entrepreneur. Uh, I started watching with him and that actually got me into vending machines too. I have four of them placed right now. Um nice. hopefully once COVID gets under control, I hope they replace those. Um and then um I was just sitting here and I was like, wow, like this is kind of boring. This tape gun is boring. So this is the original OG right here. Look at um that. use it to this day um so i was just looking i was like well i'm just gonna customize a little bit so then you know i was watching tesla picker and then another youtuber that i don't watch anymore um and uh was kind of like i'll just i'll make them one and see it like a prototype and tesla picker was very like motivating kind of like yeah that's sweet and you know even send me some messages thank you and to this day still gives me a little shout outs here and there you know so that's right. you know and he does the custom socks thing so yeah i think he gets it i Nerve-wracking. It can also be. Um, and then I sent it to Joey Bada Bing as well. But I was just kind of like, you know, when I think as entrepreneurs were always like, "What if we do this?" Oh, it's already done. And I looked everywhere, like no one is doing custom tape dispensers that I know of, that I could find. So I that was like, "Awesome! I gotta, I gotta do this." And then you know, support with my my friends and family and my brothers, so like just go for it. Um, and then I sent it to Joey Bada Bing, and his reaction was kind of like, "Okay, this could turn into something." So now I just kind of make them as I list, and 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 as orders come in, I, I get them done for 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 whoever wants one. I think we have like you guys have three. Uh, Nana Tank got a one from uh, Joey Bada Bing's live that they won.
3: Yeah.
2: So I kind of was just like, "Hey, this is something that's not done, so why not?" And. If you think about construction workers they use they use um their construction hats all the time. Yep. Resellers and if you think about Amazon all it takes is one person to buy it off of Etsy, take it to the warehouse at Amazon and it's 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 going to take off if if I can mm-hmm. meet that demand, you know. Um, I
0: can't find anything like this on Google. Everything is like advertising your logo on the side of a tape dispenser and that's it mm-hmm. nothing like what you're you've got the you've got the it cornered on this yeah. have you got any um patents or copyrights or anything like that on this idea
2: no after got- that actually hit me once as etsy took off like one person bought two of them and i was like i really got to protect this this idea mm-hmm. and make sure i take care of it so um, I'll be doing that here soon and looking into that because I, I think it, it can really be a side business that can help out and bring some extra money in. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: So, what is um, the effort to make one dispenser, custom
3: dispenser?
2: Uh, some of them are are very challenging. Your guys's, I really wanted to test my limits and t- get out of the my comfort zone a little bit. So, oh, I'm excited now. You know, so. <laughs> I mean, I was excited before, but to know <laughs> that you kind of like pushed
1: your creativity. and I was basically- gonna say- Oh, go ahead. So go ahead. So. Well,
2: it's just, it's not for me. I just enjoy it. You know, it's like, I had an idea and I'm just like, I'm just going to keep going with it and, and keep trying to add on to it. Uh, so really for me, it's no effort because I enjoy doing it. And I think we all need to start doing that more of just doing what we enjoy and it'll, it'll pay off. And you know, that feeling of selling to, on etsy was just like i was laying down and i was like holy crap i have so much energy now because it was just <laughs> exciting that someone mm-hmm. uh bought my product you know so but so, it is challenging though so at times because you can make a lot of mistakes and i've learned from a lot of my mistakes i'm like okay don't do it this way um yeah. so um
0: you found i assume like a a wholesaler lot on a bunch of dispensers. Um that are I don't know, blank or white or a single color um that won't interfere with your customization, I assume. Um is that right? Is that how you you just Not, found the right dispenser and you just keep buying that same one in lots?
2: Yeah, I keep buying the same one. I used I used to buy them on Amazon, but now I'm talking to a wholesaler that's gonna make it plain for me, like you're saying. Um mm-hmm. China and I can cut the costs on what an actual tape dispenser is going for. So yeah all those little things are now spinning um and and i need to make sure that the cost is right and and the and the price is also right because you know some just a regular tape gun i think this duck one is like what ten dollars or twelve dollars but mm-hmm. um i did, i think 24 um or 28 on etsy it's 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 a pretty good price for a custom gun you know yeah so yeah all those little yeah, things are sure. working out and ironing out so
0: What's up Red Dirt Picker? Thanks for stopping by buddy. I want to tell everybody who's listening right now. We're going to have a giveaway later. Sal has made a custom tape dispenser that we're going to give away in a trivia game at the uh, near the end of our show and it will be more fun the more people we have participate. So share on Instagram, on Facebook, share on all your social medias right now and get them over here so that they can participate in this giveaway. If you were present in our Christmas giveaway, it's going to be a lot, very similar to that where we have a trivia game and we had a bunch of fun watching those people creep up the uh, polls to the first place winner.
2: That was good. That was good. I,
0: I was like, okay, I have to get in the middle of the pack.
3: <laughs> there you go. It was,
0: it was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. these questions tonight that I made up, there's maybe, there's 20 questions. Maybe five of them are like, give me questions. But the rest of them, if you don't know them, you ain't got time. And 10 seconds per question, you ain't got time to Google it. You you got to know it.
1: Yep. Take a stab.
0: Yeah, We'll talk more about that later. Um, So Sal, let's uh talk about how you get your... I guess I want to call them decorations. The the on the imprints on the side of your um, tape dispensers. How does that work?
2: Yeah, it's just um, hydro dip. So essentially, it's a here. Let me go grab a. Uh,
0: okay, uh, sure, all right. So I know it's all affiliated with hydro dipping. Mm-hmm. I just
1: don't know exactly how
0: he does the pictures.
1: I know with hydro dipping, there's a lot of things that you can actually hydro dip as well. Like I've I've seen people do it with firearms, mostly. Um, mm-hmm. You know anything that you know sort of this custom finish that you put on things like that. That's uh, you know very intricate. Um, then you can you can get it done. So so that must be the film right there.
2: This is the film. So this is essentially oh. just paint on paper, mm-hmm. and then you put in water, um, and then you put an activator on there, and then uh, it. That's what took me a long time I and mean, I still mess up to this day. This stuff is some people do it for cars and stuff, but mm-hmm. the hydro dipping is super hard. Um and you know you have to wear a mask and stuff because it's chemicals and gas. But this is essentially paint and then you activate it, you wait for it, and then you dip it, and then it'll um go on any surface that you put it on.
0: Is so. the activator is that like what causes it to stick the the adhesive?
1: It essentially, bonds doesn't it? Is uh, am I wrong yeah, on that? Yeah, yeah.
2: okay, so okay. it activates the paint to turn into paint, you know, and get ready to activate on and mold onto whatever surface. So, like mm-hmm. this one is this it is regular
0: not- spray paint that you use too?
2: Yeah, I use spray paint too for like the handles and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but like this one I dipped for myself. Um, these two are available right now on my Etsy store, so Lilo. Uh,
1: that is so cool.
0: Lilo and Stitch is that who that
2: is mm-hmm. yeah, then
1: that is so cool.
2: This one here with the skull is also available. This is a different model, too. This one's a little bit bigger. Um, so you have the standard, you know, and then this one I just tried it out with a little bit bigger surface to see what mm-hmm. about it. So I'm just gonna, my goal is just to make a bunch of random ones, see what I can come up with, and Throw them up on Etsy and and wait for them to sell. So because I need to give customers a decision on what to buy.
3: You know, Red
0: Dirt Picker really likes that DC uh, dispenser you held up, and he talked about his boys. Let's see, my boys spray paint in a bucket of water and dip
1: everything. You know, I've actually heard about doing that with car parts. Uh, back in the you know days where I was into uh, you know show cars and car customization, that was actually one of the techniques that people use, especially with interior items, is they would hydro dip the interior items like that, like what Red Dirt Picker is talking about, where you would take like a tub or a big bucket, and you would take the piece off, and then you know do the the paint on the surface, and then put it in and it bonded to it. And then boom, you've come out and you've got this, you know, interior part that now you can put back on your car. That's painted without having to paint it on the inside of the car. It it was actually pretty fascinating how people did it and you could do it. You know, nowadays I can't even imagine the patterns and all that stuff that you could do on these things. I mean, essentially anything, you know, the sky's the limit really. Yeah. It's It's probably how most, um, car companies actually get the car parts that are customized, uh, with like certain trims and all that stuff. Mm
2: -hmm. And you also got like hydro dipping with paint, you know, that one's more tedious. you have to, you know, it, you can mix different colors. There's a lot of people on YouTube that dip their shoes, they customize shoes and they Mm. dip them with different paint and stuff. So, um, I, after I started doing the paint stuff, I go, there has to be another way. To do more, and then I went from this model because you know there's a hole here. I really can't do much, and then Mm -hmm. upgraded to you know this this model here.
3: Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, Yeah.
0: Uh, more of a surface area for more decoration. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah,
0: Red Dirt Picker they restore BMX bikes and dip handlebars, pedals, frames, etc. I think you're talking about your boys there. I think yeah, that's cool. That is Mm -hmm. really cool. I to me the hydro dipping videos. Is so satisfying <laughs> that you could just you it, just to watch it happen. You know, Um, I think I did somebody. I think I did see someone do car parts like Gary was talking about, like mm-hmm. Red Dirt Pickers talking about. But they just, but they had to do each one like was a completely start over process because once you dip it, you, it's like you can't use that water anymore. Is that right? Or you have to restart the whole coloring color process again is that right you can only get like one dip out of i guess one bucket of water am i yeah, wrong there
2: for the paint ones yeah that that i learned that the hard way because <laughs> okay. if you dip it twice it can come out real bad Um gotcha. you might as well dip it once and that you get one that's what makes it hard you know you get one chance if not you have to sand it down take off the paint reprimer it and then try again you know okay. so um i got yeah. you that makes
0: sense and i've seen your video snippets on instagram where you will dip and then you like shake the water around to clear the water mm-hmm. so that when you pull it back up it's not coming back through the paint again right is that the point of that yeah
3: yeah,
2: yeah okay. and i hope i hope to in the videos that have gone uh Luis, there he is Luis is a good guy there um but those are the videos are like the posts on instagram that are, are getting a lot so I plan on on doing more of those snippet videos, um, yeah. on my uh, Sal's dispensers, so people can start watching that and then put the link for Etsy and and go from there.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, Callie, thanks for coming out and joining us tonight. Really appreciate you, my friend, out here helping out your bro Sal. It looks like. Yeah, I see Sal in uh, Sal. I see you in several uh, chats on several lives throughout the reseller community. And um, we first met you when you joined on one of our 15 minutes with friends uh, several months ago, which yes. was uh, honestly, you you were taping something you were typing in the chat talking. You, I think you just started with what kind of tape dispenser do you use?
2: Mm-hmm. Which caught my <laughs> yeah, I attention. Do that.
0: And I yeah. was like, what an off the wall question.
2: <laughs> you, guys, you guys are about to get off too. And then we stayed on for another like, 30
0: minutes yeah because mm-hmm. we had to learn more yeah. so i am i am so glad to have gotten to know you better at that point in time and then get you here and for those who are listening um we've been planning this out to be very honest with you probably since october just mm-hmm. so that we could get um gary Holders up we got custom tape dispensers that we're going to open up live tonight and I don't have any idea what Gary's looks like,
1: and I have no idea what Adams looks like. We we sort of kept this hidden from each other because we wanted to see if maybe like we could sort of how well do you know you know your buddy (laughs) here? And you know the truth
0: of the matter is is really that we don't we know the theme we gave uh, Sal a theme, but we don't know how it came out. Right? Mm -hmm. Um, I told Sal I said, "Listen, I want you to do mine in blank theme." but use your whatever creativity you want Mm -hmm. for it, you know? So I am stoked. I am stoked. You know what? I got two because I'll go ahead and tell the story. I got one for my eBay reselling, and then my day-to-day job, I'm in logistics with IT hardware equipment. So I'm using tape uh, tape dispenser there all the time. So I've just... I wanted my own tape dispenser at work so that I wasn't fighting for one from everybody else. So this is going to be awesome. Um, We're about 30 minutes in and the chat's really starting to take off. Gary, I think it might be time we, we, we might want to actually go ahead and open them. I'm, I kind of am like a
1: young kid at Christmas
0: morning. I don't want to wait this,
1: anymore. I've had this package sitting on my desk for a week. You don't know how I, I thought, you know, if I just peek at it, you know, and then I'll yeah. seal it back up. I didn't do that. No, don't uh, do that. I, Sal,
0: do you have, can, can we share your link to your Etsy store with um, our chat?
2: I think I just did that.
0: Okay, cool. Um, there you go. There it is. There you go, Red Dirt Picker. Um. Okay. So, uh, you want to go first, Gary? You got yours first, so you can open it first. Technically, you've at- got
1: two of them, though.
3: Okay. So so,
1: you You well, could open one, and then I open one, and then you show the other one.
0: Well, I got two. I um. Do you want to guess the themes I chose for my tape dispensers,
1: or at least one of them? I think one of them, because I think I know you. I, th- God, I think you did one of them in Nintendo. Okay. That that's my initial thought. If it okay. wasn't that, it was going to be something to do with Android. You know, you know me. Oh, so I'm yes. I mean, you see, yeah, and and I I don't want to again. I don't know, but I think okay. I know you well enough. So who's to
0: say that I didn't maybe know you were going to pick that or think right. I would do that? I'm
1: sabotage it that way. <laughs> yeah, sabotage I mean, it. If I am once mm-hmm. I play. Play chess, not checkers, my friend.
2: So uh, I
0: got my trusty uh shed flips uh blade here.
3: Yeah,
2: hey, you wanna check out mine? Oh, <laughs> did you dip yours? I bet
3: yeah. You I know did he did. <laughs> you know he did.
0: Gary, if you haven't noticed look at that. He did, he tie dyed <laughs> his. Wow. <laughs> I love it. That is awesome, dude. <laughs> I'm
2: actually Garrett, gonna send his wife. And, the other one
0: another it's, it's got a sir serra- not uh, that's not serrated it's got like a spur blade to resize uh-huh. your
1: cardboard boxes with
2: that's pretty you know, awesome everyone's doing this uh, <laughs> you,
1: yeah you need to uh yeah see this is this is my implement right here pocket <laughs> uh so you know uh yeah i'll be getting with you after the show on this <laughs> so.
0: all right i'm gonna go ahead and open the box now sal tell me if i open the box Are they both inside together, or are they individually wrapped? So if I open the box, I'll see them both immediately?
2: Yeah, you'll see them both immediately, but I I put them in bubble wrap.
0: Okay, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to just take one of them out randomly. I don't know which one I'm going to grab first, whichever one's on top. How about that, Gary? And then um, we'll see if if you're right or wrong.
1: I I die if I got them both right, you know? (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right so i'm actually gonna let's make sure it's taped okay so let's cut the tape off um guys in the chat you ought to go check out his etsy store and i bet you you'll find uh, something that fits your personal liking but there's also going to be a giveaway of one of his dispensers that's decorated like dc comic book characters
1: Uh, really cool dc comics yes
0: Okay, so I'm not going to really, look really in. Wraps. I'm just going to open the box, and I'm going to reach in, and I'm going to grab one. Okay. Now, I... Come on, a little bit easier than that. Okay, so I got just one. I'm going to put the other one to the side. All right. It's in bubble wrap. There it is. Surveys. Uh, I got to gotta <laughs> have my blade to open the, the bubble wrap. I don't want to... Oh, I can see it through the bowler wrap. This looks so cool. <laughs> Come on, man, you you take this up good.
1: I just mentioned there's no way you're gonna guess mine. There's no way you're gonna guess mine. So uh, <laughs> everything you I've think got, is wrong already.
0: <laughs> I've already got two. I don't. I, I only could think of two possibilities for you. Mm. And if you say I'm wrong, then I, I'm. I guess I just don't know you like I thought I did. All right.
1: Boom. Superman. Oh, nice. Superman. I dig it. Superman. I dig it. Look at that. So, is that the one for work or is that the one for home? This is going to be the one for home. Okay. Nice. Nice. I very, love Very, very
0: cool. Dude, that Superman emblem you got on the front there is so that perfect. Is.
1: Yeah, it's it like awesome Superman in this action pose. I mean, that's how you think of Superman when you see him.
2: I mean And
0: honestly. he sent it with a roll of eBay tape on it, boys and girls. Yes, do sir. you do that, that for awesome. everybody or are we just lucky?
2: Yeah, you're you're lucky there on
0: that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I am totally digging this. He's painted the um part that helps to rip it off, too, with the yellows and reds. The roller is even painted in individual color. I love it. Yeah. Oh, it's. I got to remove this blade cover. There we go. Now it's working. Yeah, man. All right, Gary.
1: Superman. You didn't see that one coming, did you? You're right. I did not. Although I still feel like I'm still in the game because you got another one left to unwrap. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right. I want you
0: to unwrap your next one first, though. I mean, All your right. for, yours. And I'm going to guess. Okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to stick with my initial guess. I've got to.
2: What was your guess again? I was Jeep. trying to.
0: Uh, I'm going to guess Jeep.
1: Something it Jeep
0: ha- has to be Jeep. If it's not Jeep, then it could be cigars. That would have been That's a my good. second guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out how close I am. It's either right.
2: Jeep or cigars.
0: Dude, that is an awesome Superman.
2: Yeah, and I'm yeah,
1: working on, that. I'm really looking forward to this.
2: I'm working on packaging and, and making sure I get my own boxes and not have to do a bubble wrap so that way they're protected but easier mm-hmm. packaging. You know, yeah. And I, 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 really appreciate you guys supporting me and and doing this and
3: spreading oh, love. Man, it's
1: Our pleasure. By the way, can yeah, I just that's an awesome touch with the stickers? So that's finding a place on my toolbox. So I only put the best stickers on my toolbox. That's so, what fell out when I wasn't looking. Yep. Yep. So I think sure got, I think Woo! another one actually fell out. By the
3: way, oh,
0: stand by. I started putting these on my door here to my room. That's where they're gonna go.
1: There we go. All right, and and I got candy, Adam. Did you get candy?
0: I don't know. I look in the. I look <laughs> for everything else because I did. I didn't open. I didn't. Nice uh,
2: some high two. Yeah, all my orders get a sticker. Um, and
0: so we got a question for you, real quick, Sal. What do you charge for the custom ones?
2: Um, so on Etsy, I charge twenty eight. But if you uh, Get in contact with me at Sal's Dispensers on Instagram. Um, you can have one for 24 So you save $4 with uh, going through Instagram.
1: That's an Good excellent deal. price, folks. That is an excellent price. So if you're looking for one of these, absolutely go to Sal. I, I can sort of see mine through this. And I put uh,
0: Sal's Instagram um, name in the description below of this video, guys. Cal, want- Cali. Uh, Lewis wants to tell you that you do some awesome work, and I agree with that. After seeing this
1: personally, that is awesome work. Let's see, all right, I'm in suspense, Gary. I uh, know. I'm, I'm. I'm. This is how you build anticipation. It makes for great TV. Uh, <laughs> so here we are. All right, let's see. So, like I said, I haven't. I've only seen this through the bubble wrap. I had an idea of what I want. So, and I'm pretty sure. And yes, he did. Sal executed this to perfection this Good deal is a tape dispenser in black multi-cam
3: cam Ooh. look at that all look over the place that,
1: that that's is a amazing. nice one thing that is fantastic sal you nailed it my brother just don't that take it
0: hunting awesome. with you or else you'll lose it
1: that is very true yeah if i drop it in the woods somewhere it will go bye-bye but uh <laughs> that's so- a
0: nice shot hold it up again i want to see that work Look, at, Look that. at that. That's like, I love how you customize each piece,
1: the yeah. roller, the metal piece, the handle. See, even the handle has got camo on it. Look at that. The multi claim, multi cam black camo. And the thing is, is that, I mean, this isn't, this isn't an easy camo pattern to do. I know that for a fact. So, and that's why I thought it was, uh, it was something really awesome. Like if you could pull this off, I was like, yeah, yeah. So you did a good, very job. impressed. How very, even the wheel, even the wheel. Yeah.
0: The did you paint amazing. did you paint the um screw that holds the wheel on too? Or is that or was that naturally black like his, on his?
3: I, I paint that one too.
0: Awesome. He oh, takes okay. it all apart, every piece. It's well Damn. worth it. He put some real work into this. Record baker says, I also write children's books, and would it would be cool to get one with the illustrations on there? That would be pretty cool. I'm sure that there. I mean, I don't know how you. Um, you probably. I'm assuming you get what's available as far as the prints are concerned. So yeah. you'd have to work out a way to get the illustrations onto one of those prints onto one of those. What'd you call them before the um wraps?
2: Oh, the hydro, the hydro film. Yeah, yeah, the
3: film. I have
2: a, a cricket that I can, you know, copy and turn it into a, a stencil. Um, okay. Yeah, so yeah, let's talk about it. Hit me up on uh Instagram. So, Gary, do me a favor though, pull up uh your old one and the one next to Sal's Spencer.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so, this one is the what we call the I'm so sorry, are, I'm trying are, to get are, Gary are, are, big are, are. screen here, man. I can't do
0: it. I'm just gonna quit clicking around. It's stupid of go. me.
1: We call this the dollar general special, uh, <laughs> right here. <laughs> You know, and, and believe it or not, this little dispenser has actually lasted me a long time refilling it with this tape. Um, I mean, I've probably had this like three years, but compared to something like this. Yeah, man. There's no contest. By the way, I'm eating one of those pieces of candy that you included <laughs> in the package as well. So if it sounds like I'm fumbling a little bit here, that's why. But I mean, just ask yourself, what would you rather have out there, right? Yeah. Again, it looks so much person, cooler just, and easier yeah. to use oh yeah that's another thing too. I don't have to worry about the tape folding back on itself with this you know that mm-hmm. is such a pet peeve of mine, especially you know if the boys use it because the boys will do some reselling here and there and it never fails. I always get my little tape dispenser with the tape folded back on the top of it and I have to pick at it <laughs> <laughs> like I hate that every time they use it you know
0: <laughs> so Lewis says that he'll hit you up on Instagram Sal. Awesome. Lovely. And then um, Red Dirt Picker, he'll also get in touch with you. The Camo one is flipping cool. And uh, I'm surprised the little dispenser hasn't broke
1: on you, Gary. <laughs> right. I'm going to be honest. I am, too. I would have duct taped it back, which would have been kind of ironic. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I got one more. I got one more. Did you? What were your mm. guesses again?
1: Nintendo and Android.
0: Oh, I've got lots of candy in here, too. Now, if
1: it's Mario fighting the little android-android thing, then I, I win the whole episode. So. The whole whole shebang-bang. That's right. All right.
2: The whole shebang-bang.
0: All right. I got... This is the second one for my work. I knew yeah. it! <laughs> You knew, I knew it. it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Android, baby. Oh, and That'd be Android. Uh-oh. I knew it. <laughs> the tape just fell off, but it's okay. It still fits right on. But it's got a little Android on the other side, too.
3: Mm-hmm. Check
0: that out. And it's eating. Cool. Oh, It's eating a tiny Android right in there. Can you see it?
3: I no, can. it's an apple. Yeah.
0: It's eating <laughs> an apple.
1: Ah, uh, There you go. <laughs>
0: it's Android eating an apple. That is awesome. Look, at that. Look at that. Look at that. Wait. Little androids on the wheel, on the tape wheel. He's mm. having that a hard is time cool. focusing. That there is you cool. go. That is awesome,
1: man. Thank you, Sal. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, I love it. Dude. So I was I, I was tempted to get one that had cigars on it. I had an idea in mind, and maybe this is something that I may hit up Sal for uh, later on. There's a famous picture out there of Winston Churchill smoking a cigar, and he's got a Tommy gun in the other hand, right? Oh, really. Yeah, and it's a real picture. It's it's legit a real picture of him doing that. And um, so th- I think that would be something really, really cool splashed across this front part here. So uh, I may be hitting you up again because that may be another thing uh, that I want. I'm, I want two of these things. I want four of these things.
0: <laughs> um, you can't get enough, can you?
1: No, no.
0: That's awesome, though. Dude, I'm stoked, Sal. Thank you so much for making us these custom tape dispensers.
3: Yeah. where's the other one?
0: Android and Superman. That's exactly what I ordered. And it looks perfect. My expectations are beyond this. Like, I mean, you, you totally nailed it way beyond expectation. All right. Excellent. And I got candy and stickers as well. Can I just
1: say the tape matches the thing, (laughs) the black on the tape matches (laughs) the black multicam. So that is rad. That is absolutely rad. That is awesome. All right, guys,
0: go ahead and tell your friends about the giveaway trivia game that we're going to have later in the show. But for now, we're going to do the pick of the week. (laughs) All right. So I got a pick of the week. Gary's got a pick of the week. And we're going to show them both off to you right now. Gary, you want to go first, my friend?
1: Yeah, I do, actually. Uh, All right, so my pick of the week was something that I haven't seen in years. And I remember this. The pick of the week that I had was a pair of Oakley Thump sunglasses. Um, If you know what Oakley Thumps are, put them in the comments. But if you don't know what Oakley Thumps are, uh, they are a pair of sunglasses that was in the very early days of the MP3 sort of sort of thing. All right. So when the iPod first came out, right, all these companies started scrambling to figure out, okay, how can we incorporate MP3 music into whatever we're doing, you know, uh, whether it's a little, you know, uh, an iPod that you can carry, an iPod mini, uh, the iPod Nano. Uh, Microsoft took a stab at it with the Zune. Uh, All kinds of different things started happening. Well, Oakley took a stab at it and they built an uh, MP3 player into a pair of sunglasses. And as you can see in the picture, the little earbuds would go in your ear while you wore the sunglasses. You could put your playlist, your music onto it. You could control the volume and all that stuff. It was a pair of sunglasses, an MP3 player and a pair of headphones all in the same package. And this is made by Oakley. Well, Um, I saw this at a thrift store it was in the case and there is a picture of the case actually uh, On there adam as well if you want to click on it You can see how big this case is this thing is massive What you can't see in the case is that top layer where the the top part flaps open That whole thing folds open and it's almost like a whole nother storage compartment that's inside of there I have no idea what you use that for I guess maybe the instruction booklet well, anyway It came with the cord, yeah. It came with the wires. It came with the uh the the sunglasses itself. Now here's the thing: they don't work. They don't work. Uh, I know. I was heartbroken.
3: I know. Here's the thing:
1: these things have seen probably many years of going down some trails and running and biking and all this thing. And somebody's probably sweated very profusely into this. And this is in in an age where you know there is no ip67 waterproof rating where you're dunking stuff underwater and it survives no no this was to get the least bit of water in something and it shorts out now to give you an idea these uh these uh sunglasses at the time had cutting edge technology of 512 megabits worth of music or megabytes (laughs) i should say worth of music that you could install onto them all right, because they are called the Thump 512s. All right. Now, here's the thing. The color on these. <laughs> what year, is, did you figure out what year they were made? You, know, you know, I didn't, but this had to have been somewhere around like, you know, the late 2000s. Yeah, 09, you know, 2010, somewhere around there, perhaps. The color on these is something that's called Black Tribal, and the lens color is Iridium. All right. That apparently is one of the rarest colors of not just Oakley sunglasses, but of these thumps. So I went ahead and I slung them on eBay. Uh, You know, again, I paid three dollars for these. I should be able to uh, go ahead and get uh, probably about one hundred and fifty dollars for these ish. As you can see the price on the screen, about one hundred and fifty dollars ish. This is in non working condition. If these worked, I'd be able to get somewhere between four and five hundred dollars for them. That's so, crazy. It, you know, this was a this was a out of the way thrift store. Um, it was a a thrift store that uh, you know I think it was called Heal the World was the name of the thrift store. Um, right. And uh, it was again, I I bought these for three dollars. That was case and everything like that. So I was super stoked when I saw them. I really really hope they worked. I even tried plugging them to the computer, and the computer didn't even recognize that they were there as a device, um, didn't start powering them on, didn't do anything. So, again, my assumption is that they are absolutely just not working. But, hey, yeah. great pair of sunglasses with a cool story. And for a collector, uh, it's actually a pretty cool thing because they are in really, really good condition outside of them just not working.
0: That's with that. the right buyer, I'm sure they could fix them. Oh,
1: yeah, and That's yeah. Right. That's right. I had somebody in uh, Brazil send me a question on them asking me if I would ship them to Brazil. And I'm always leery about international shipping yeah. of things. I know that you know some folks are not, but I've been burned a couple of times on these things, especially when you have things that go through customs. And then let's throw the whole COVID pandemic thing into the mix as well. Uh, there's so many uncertainties. It would be something I can't guarantee it'll get there. I'm gonna have to charge you out in the wazoo for shipping. Yeah. Um, you know, sorry, bud. Move to the United States if you want them. That's all I can say.
0: I don't yeah. have the the list of countries available through the eBay Global Shipping Program, mm-hmm. but I know it's not every country, right? Um, but I, correct me if I'm wrong. If it's available through the Global Shipping Program, then they should be able to immediately get that information in the checkout procedure, like by putting it in the cart, right? Yes.
1: In that case, I would assume so. I don't know if this person ever went that deep um, mm-hmm. you know, with their process. Um again, just for me, and, and and I know eBay has probably evolved over time since that. I mean, I shipped a fur coat, an actual fur coat, to St. Petersburg, Russia one time, and it was held up in customs for a month and a half. Um, I'm surprised it even got there, uh, to the person, you know, they were talking, they were sending me messages that's saying, that's the third part that got you stuck. Yeah. They said it's freezing in St. Petersburg. <laughs> you know, it's like negative 20 out of here. When's my coat arriving? And I'm like, I don't know. You <laughs> call your customs and, and, and tell them, you know, that you need your coat. I mean, again, you know, some nations you're okay shipping things too, because you at least know it's probably going to show up at the person's door. I mean, what's to say somebody in customs doesn't seize that in Russia and take it home to their wife? You yeah,
0: know, possible, I guess.
1: And then you're on the hook for that. Now you've got no product, you've got no money, and you've got negative feedback on it. So yeah. I've been burned before on it. Now, that one turned out okay, except for the customs wait time. But I've had other ones where it didn't turn out so great. Um, and I've, I've had stuff where if they weren't satisfied with it, they didn't have a case through eBay and they ship it back. Again, and now you're paying the shipping cost international coming back, and yeah, I've I've had enough of that. Yeah. So I'm, that I'm good. I'd rather take it. a risk here at home.
0: That that makes the whole selling situation uh, that much more riskier. With
1: certain, that's items. right. Yeah, exactly. That's why you have an eBay for your country. eBay operates in multiple countries. You have an eBay for your country. I think for that reason. So, well, my
0: pick of the week is not nearly as intense or as exciting as that. I'll tell you that right now. Um, you actually have a better ROI on yours, too. Um, my pick of the week, though, is a Saladmaster stainless steel stock pot. Okay? Thank you to, let's see, it was Hustlin' Hooks that talks about pots and pans, and it was the homeschooling picker um, that talks about pots and pans. And... I don't have many brand names in my brain uh, or any room for pots and pans, but for some reason salad master just stuck with me probably because I've always been on the lookout for the old vintage crank salad master processors. If you know what I'm talking about. And I so I
1: those up back in the I day. I didn't
0: remember. I didn't honestly realize that that same company made pots and pans. So when I saw this and I looked it up, to so I picked this up for six dollars this week. And even though I'm, I've declared myself on sourcing probation, when I see a diamond like this, I'll, I'm gonna still pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Salad Master they're actively selling, um, between 150 plus, between 150 to 200, dollars depending on condition. And so I, I went ahead and listed mine for one just below 150 hoping that if anybody wants one, mine will be the next one they buy, you know? Yeah. But $6 into $148, I'd be
1: very happy with that if that finally goes. So, Adam, help help me out and help some of our viewers out. What on earth makes this pot worth $150? <laughs> I look um, at it, and it looks like something I would pass up because I'd say, that's a piece of junk. I'm not cooking with somebody else's cookware. No one's going to pay for this. It looks like a nightmare ship because it's big and all this other Why am I buying why why do people pay $150 for this
0: pot? I'm not a pots and pan master, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But it's the brand. One, it's the brand. Two, this thing is heavy. Mm -hmm. For a pan, it itself by itself is seven pounds. This the the pan or the pot, I should say, Mm -hmm. it's thick stainless steel. Okay. Um there's no denting. There's no scratching. There's um, the bottom isn't burnt or anything of that mm-hmm. nature. It's just in great condition. And I think that's what gives it its, it, its value is it holds mm-hmm. up over time. And yeah. it's just, it's a great brand and uh, valuable
1: due to it being made so well. Not I professional cookware does fetch. I mean, you know, my wife and I are actually looking right now into uh, a professional chef knife set. Uh, Vustov or some of those other brands because we cook a lot and we do a lot of prep and I watch a lot of Gordon Ramsay videos and so therefore you know we need to be able to learn to prepare food like that and I I will say that having really really good uh kitchen utensils is like if you're working on your car having very good tools it makes the difference it is the difference you know, between you doing something right and you breaking something and doing something wrong. Um, And I know with pots and pans and with all that, the way that they heat, the way that they uh, disperse that heat, the way that, you know, they retain heat and all that can have such an impact on how the food is cooked and prepared, the temperatures it gets to, the flavors that it has with it, uh, the you're not likely to burn, all that good stuff comes along with the quality of the tools that you're using in the kitchen. So I guess salad master it's one of those tools i I would never have known that
0: salad master is definitely i couldn't tell you a second name right now to save my life Mm -hmm. but once this sells i'm gonna start writing a few of them down in my notes so that i if i think i may remember it i'll check my notes and see if it's in there because you know who doesn't know
1: this the you. people at the thrift store. Well, not just me. Oh, I yeah, mean, I yeah. But, but you know, mm. you go to a thrift store, you can probably get that for a reasonable price because you know they look at they look at a Ralph Lauren shirt and they think it's you know Tom Ford or something like that. And they price it at twenty bucks, you know. But a pot like that, they'll price it at three or four dollars just to send it out the door because they don't mm. know. So yeah, I think you know, and this kind of maybe opens up a little bit more of a conversation. You know, we've talked about this when we talked about alternative picking. Is that there are brands that you have to stay ahead of when it comes to the thrift store? Because once they learn what that brand oh, yeah. is, they'll mark it up. But you have to always be one step ahead, keeping up with the brands that are hot, because they'll be you know two steps behind you typically on that. So yeah, you know, depending on where you are, obviously. Uh, Lewis says that uh, he
0: sold a lot of Rena Wear stockpot. So there's another yeah. name you got to write down and then red dirt picker suggests miracle made
3: mm-hmm. and for your okay. pots
0: and pans. So there's three names right there that you need to write down. And if you don't write them down, at least try to memorize those three names yep. for a um, future case. I was really putting out there on Instagram, a little picture of um, Sal's uh, tape dispenser that we're going to give away, try to drum up some more interest here in the comments before we actually do it. So now that we've done the uh, pick of the week, y'all ready to move on to the next segment called Hot or Not? Absolutely. Hot hot, or or, not, Not. All right. Hot or Not. Everybody, this is a segment that Gary and I came up with where we talk about a hot product or category or an item that is something you should definitely be on the lookout for. Or a not item. This could be something that you thought at one point in time was a hot, but it ended up failing for you. Or it used to be a hot for everybody, but it's suddenly taken a nosedive. That last one is something I'm going to bring to the table today, actually. So, um, Sal, as our special guest, we'll let you go first. What is your hot item or category or product you want to talk about tonight?
2: I'll do uh, two categories. Um, but to start out with, it's uh, fishing equipment or fishing reels. They they sell quickly, um, and you know I I'm going through my potential pile behind me, and there's so much money that's just sitting there. It's kind of crazy. It's nice because I I put myself on probation, as well. <laughs> I just been <clears throat> so this year. I'm just trying to go through my pile and be like, okay, I spent all this money. I might as well list it. It's not going to sell itself. And I'm learning what is really hot and what is not. And and I'm kind of doing that throughout the week. So anytime I put uh, posted a, uh, a fishing reel or fishing roars, uh, fly, I just sold like a fly fishing uh, lot for like 50 bucks like uh, on bid. Um, and it's just a bunch of random stuff that I got for free from storage unit. And it, it got a lot of attention. Um, That's good. It was the highest bit uh, auction I've ever done. So. Um, fishing stuff goes quickly and i think also too even with pandemic i think that's probably like the safest act outdoor activity away from people so i think mm-hmm. it's hot right now you know and i think mm-hmm. it'll continue because after the pandemic people are going to be going out a lot more so absolutely do
0: you have uh one or two name brands that you can share
2: i don't i just listed and i so <laughs> I so it doesn't remember.
3: matter just list fishing matter. gear. I,
2: yeah, I didn't even remember. I just, you know, make sure it, it has some comps and it all sells. Even some of the, the reels um, were broken or not broken or had, like, some defects. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I just want it. I, ha- I have the same one, but I'm missing this piece. And they just use it for
3: parts, you know?
0: Yeah. Yep. So. Well, that's a good deal. So yeah. fishing gear sells hot. Mm-hmm. Gary, what's your hot?
1: My hot uh, brand is going to be Birkenstock. I'm pretty sure that, uh, everyone knows, uh, the brand name, you know, uh, you've heard of it before, uh, if you haven't, you know, they're a big shoe company out of Germany. Uh, they've been around for God knows how many years, hundred plus years. Uh, they are, uh, you know, very finely crafted footwear. And, uh, it's, it's one of those things where if you buy Birkenstocks brand new, they're going to cost you over a hundred dollars, you know, mm-hmm. uh, typically finding any pair of them, you know, uh, unless you're finding them on like a super duper sale is going going to cost you over $100. So whenever you have items that are high in value like that, people are always looking to try to trim off some of that cost. uh, And that's where eBay comes in. So they're willing to compromise with the fact that they may already be worn or that they may have, you know, maybe some defects or it's maybe not exactly the style they were looking for. But as long as it's close enough and as long as it's something that can fit their needs, they're willing to make those compromises. So when it comes to things like Birkenstock, you can usually get, I don't know, i anytime I find them, even in worn used condition, I usually get somewhere around, you know, 35 40 $45 and up for a pair depending on how new they look, obviously the newer they look, uh, the better that you're going to, uh, make out on those prices. But here's the thing. Don't be afraid of picking up worn ones. Um, you know, the the thing about Birkenstock is that, you know, people tend to break them in and after they're broken in, you know, that's kind of half the battle with them. So, um, once, once that sort of occurs, people aren't really afraid to, you know, drop 30 bucks, 35 bucks on a pair that you picked up for two or $3. Right. So,
0: so, do they uh, still sell even though the bottom is not got much tread on it?
1: Yes, yes, they sure okay. do. They sure do. I—that's one thing. I've never had an issue selling Birkenstocks in any condition. Okay. Um, anytime I see them, they're an easy pick for me, as I know. And I, as long as the price is good, you know. Again, thrift stores are getting more wise to certain brands and certain things. Um, you know, just is what it is. Uh, but if I can still find them at a good price, uh, usually six, seven dollars and under. Uh, yeah. Then I'll go ahead and pick them up. Excellent. I am going to um, remember Birkenstock.
0: I I knew about Birkenstock, but personally, I kind of s- didn't pick up the bad-conditioned ones. But mm-hmm. you know, let's say six or less,
1: I'll dig yeah. into it. Right. Absolutely, especially with the weather getting warmer. Eventually, maybe. <laughs> Excellent day. All right. Let's um, my my
0: hot for the night. I'm going to share a brand that I personally am on sourcing probation. If you haven't heard my story, I've got too much of a death pile that I've got to list, 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 or somehow get rid of this stuff before I buy, buy, buy because I'm running out of room. But there's this brand that I'll still pick up because it's one of those that I know will go in and out and sell quick and for more than just the typical shirt. And that brand is ArcTeryx. I honestly cannot remember if we've mentioned this to, in a uh, previous hot or not segment or or not, but ArcTeryx is that good that it's worth saying it again if we hadn't said it, if we have already said it before. So a local reseller has uh, in our town picked up uh, five or six pair of ArcTeryx pants. He's selling them already for $55 to $70, some $45 because it had a hole in it, a hole in it, and he still sold it for $45. And I'm telling you, that's how hot Arcteryx is. I personally picked up two two 2XL Arcteryx polo shirts listed. them, They're almost identical, just different colors. Listed them both for $30, sold one immediately for best for an offer of $26. Just because it, it's it just sells that quick. So mm-hmm. Terex, And that's kind of a hard one to spell. So I'm gonna put it in the um uh chat here. Yeah, I got it right. Terex, ARC Apostrophe, T-E-R-Y-X. It's a hiking <laughs> brand, it's like outdoorsy brand pants yep. shoes t-shirts polo shirts um <laughs> that make bags they make belts um they make hats be on the lookout for arcteryx the emblem now that i'm about to say this it makes me think that we've already done this the emblem is a dead bird's bones mm-hmm. like a dinosaur's like a yeah bones, yeah so
1: be on the lookout for Arc'teryx. See, I love Arcteryx. Arc'teryx. its actually a tactical brand too. They do a lot of work for the military and law enforcement as well, because uh, it's so specialized, you know, in what they do. And um, you know, I love Arc'teryx as a brand. Um, you mm-hmm. know, they're—think of it as like—if you think North Face is a big brand, Arc'teryx is way above that. Um, and it's so funny—I picked up a T-shirt one time. It was an Arc'teryx T-shirt. I found it Goodwill, paid a couple of bucks for it. Um, I went on, i went on eBay that day for like $30, $30 right? Used $30,
3: mm-hmm.
1: nothing. I got no watchers. I got no, nothing. I got no traction. I'm like, what's going on? I waited for like a couple of months and I was like, well, someone's going to come along. I'm in no hurry, whatever. Still nothing. I went in and I looked at the listing again. I had spelled it wrong.
3: <laughs> you know, yeah. and
1: because of the way it's spelled, it's not going to really pick up in a close enough search. Yeah. Because of the way the letters are arranged, you know. So once I corrected the spelling, I sold it that day.
3: <laughs> I believe That's it.
1: That's how much of a difference, and I sold it for thirty bucks. That's I was much thinking you had to have misspelled yeah. it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yep. So check your mm-hmm. spelling,
0: people. <laughs> yeah. Arcteryx for sure. And it, I picked up an Arcteryx T-shirt today that has armpit stains for a dollar. It was half price. I'm still going to list it. I bet it still sells. Oh, it will.
1: It absolutely will.
0: I sold a pair of Arcteric shorts with holes in it. And no, Gary, you sold a pair of Arcteric shorts with holes in it, didn't you?
1: So, yeah, I think you you passed on it. You passed on it. I did. I passed on it. it. And I said, don't pass on it. And you're like, if you want it, you can have it. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I think I sold it for like what $35. And I said, dude, it's Arcteric's, man.
0: Hey, why? How you
1: doing, buddy? Thanks for joining us. You made it in time for our
0: trivia that's coming up in a couple of minutes. We're finishing up our hot or not segment. So we've gone through our hots. Let's go quickly through our knots. Sal, you want to go first?
2: Um I don't know if I have one actually. Okay. Uh,
0: that's fine. It's you know, hard to come up with a knot sometimes. Yeah. Gary, you got one?
1: <laughs> I do, Um, and and and, you know, all my knots always cause controversy, right? And this one may be mine's
0: definitely going to cause a controversy.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say it. Sperry Sperry Mm. is is a brand that I, and and here's why. I used to be able to find Sperrys in reasonable condition, and I used to be able to flip them for an easy fifty bucks. You know, whenever I found them. And at the thrift store, they would price them at three dollars or four dollars. And so I'd actually be able to make some value on it. Now you go to the thrift store and that worn out pair of Sperry's that someone I swear to God they walked, you know, through every mud puddle with them. <laughs> um, you know, if they were if they were boat shoes, the boat sank, you know, and they came back up and they said, here's my Sperry's. Um, and then they took them to the thrift store and the thrift store still wants $15, 16 dollars for them. So, and now I'm only getting, you know, maybe, you know, 25, 30 bucks for a pair of Sperry's. It's just not, there's not enough meat on the bone anymore. And, you know, I, I like Sperry as a brand. I mean, I actually have uh, a couple of pairs of Sperry's that I wear, like loafers and stuff like that. They're, they're fantastically made. They, they fit well. They're, you know, they can be sort of that, that mid business casual type thing. I like them. But as far as the reselling thing. Yeah, go ahead and pass on them for now.
0: Yeah. Well, my knot is a little bit of a controversy too. And it used to be, well, this is one of those that used to be hot. And I mean, it was a hot in one of our previous videos. And that is Vineyard Vines. Yeah.
1: Ian will be so disappointed to hear that.
0: (laughs) Here's my reasoning I've had a couple of Vineyard Vine polo shirts listed for months with lots of views but no traction i will buy them at four and sell them at nineteen ninety five, which is my normal shirt rate for me and no one's buying them there's nothing wrong with them they're perfectly good just pre-owned but they're not there's nothing wrong with them i started doing some research and i noticed there's like 20 there's more than 2,500 regular vineyard vine men's polo shirts listed But only like this, only like six hundred are being are sold. That's right now. I just looked it up again to confirm what my what my memory was right or wrong, and it's still about the same. Twenty four forty seven listed, six hundred and twelve sold. That's what a quarter, maybe of what's out there. And um, to me, that's not a very good sell through rate. They're selling for five plus shipping, ten free shipping, ten free shipping best offer of lower than 20 11 plus 8 in shipping but that was Definitely the best isn't. offer too they're Definitely not, not it selling anymore yeah
1: doesn't isn't what it used to be that's for sure so i've got some in
0: the closet unfortunately and i'm going to have to list them to get rid of them maybe i'll put a big mystery box and get rid of some of my stuff and put that on somebody else to get rid of but to me i'm probably not picking up a vineyard vine shirt again anytime soon unless
1: it fits me Mm-hmm. Right,
3: so, that's right. Oh, that's my not.
1: Vineyard I vines. Say, I had, I had another quick hot uh, for a second. Uh, GameStop. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> again, go out there and buy that right now. <laughs> go buy it. Oh, it went down, man. To do Bitcoin? <laughs> Who knew? Don't bring that <laughs> into this conversation. As Reddit, Reddit wasn't a mistake after all. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. That is so crazy.
0: I knew you were fixing to say that, though. I kind of saw uh-huh. it on your face. <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. Uh,
1: oh my god! Yesterday maybe they it was can, like three. they can actually give you fifty cents for your used games now. Uh, you know, <laughs> instead like of a <laughs> Yeah, what was it like three fifty six yesterday afternoon
0: around like three o'clock, and then after work it was like one fifty today or something like that when it
1: ended. So
0: it was. It was a. Fluke, guys, don't even.
1: Yeah. Anyway, this is not not, you know. This is stock market talk. The Mm resale late show, yeah. Slash, how to invest your money. (laughs) Yeah, don't do what I say. Yeah, (laughs) go to the thrift store. You'll make more. You will.
0: Um. All right. Well, I have showing that we currently have four watchers at this moment right now. Um, we could go ahead and do the trivia game and give it away to one of our wonderful four watchers. Um, it's, uh, 11, 12. I think that's actually a good time to go ahead and do it. Right. What do you think? I don't think that we're going to get any more or else we would already. So y'all want to go ahead and everybody in the chat sound off. Let's see who's still here. Who are my four watchers? Um, just say, Hey, or hello. And, um, We'll go through the uh, rules real quick for this giveaway. It's so while I'm giving the rules, you go ahead and sound off in the chat. So it's a lot. It's almost ident. It's like our Christmas giveaway where it's going to be a trivia game. There's going to be twenty questions. The questions are about reselling and they're about the Super Bowl because <laughs> the Super Bowl was on my mind. Um, so 20 questions of a mixture of Super Bowl questions and reselling questions. The winner, hold it up, Sal. The winner is going to get Sal's custom made DC comics tape dispenser. He'll work out the details with you through Instagram. So whenever we declare a winner, uh, you'll have to get in touch with Sal through Instagram to work out the details of how to get it to you. Now, we want to make sure that we have it as fair as possible. So when you log into the game, please use your screen name on YouTube to also match your name in the trivia game when you log in, okay? We're not going to do anything that mandates you have to create an account or anything. Just honor system here. Go ahead and put your own, you know, make your YouTube name the same name in the game. Um. There's 20 questions. I'm going to bring the um, game up on the screen so that everybody can see. As you're filling out the questions, we can see you climbing the charts. So I'm going to go ahead and share the link here in the chat. And, um, oh, we don't want Christmas theme. <laughs> so let's get a uh, shareable link here. All right, so guys, y'all go ahead and start logging into the game. And remember, use your screen name for the name in the game as well. And I can see people start to pop up over here. Let's go ahead and bring up the screen. This is the, the uh, waiting room for the game, if you will. We got rewilded Reselling popping in. We got Lewis from Cali Reseller popping in so we got six people watching so we want to see six players popping into the show we got red dirt picker sorry red dirt picker um sal and gary you're out you can't play by the way i'll just
2: make myself another one i don't
1: know the questions.
0: (laughs) yeah so we got uh five watchers we got three participants right now so let's go ahead and give them a little bit more time. Let's see. Those three sounded off in the comments. Um, we're just going to give you another minute because we don't want to wait, make them wait too long. So if you miss logging in, we're going to limit the game. So anybody who comes in after we start the game, I'm, you're, we're going to say you you missed your opportunity so that we um, can just let these uh, people who are making it on time in there. So one third let's say 20 more seconds so hold it up one more time Sal this is what everybody's playing for that uh I wish I knew how to make sal the only one showing and I don't know how to do that but anyway the tape dispenser all right so y'all ready to get started let's go ahead and start the game so that uh we don't make them wait too much longer so it's gonna go oh we got a fourth one popping in here oka g87. I don't see him in the chat, but OkaG87. I recognize that name, though. I feel like he's been in our chat before. Um, Wikipix. What's up, guys? How's it going? Wikipix. Click the link real quick. Join in our game. Real quick.
3: you get to win this. Use your,
0: use your YouTube screen name as the name you use for the game, Wikipix. Jump on into the game real quick. There's OkaG87 right here. There you go. Thank you for joining tonight. All right, WikiPix, we're gonna give you some time. You're the, gonna be the last person to join us because, and I don't see anybody else in the chat. All right, waiting on you. I'm excited. This is going. This is so much fun when we did it at Christmas, watching them jump mm-hmm. up and down. I might get full screen on this. All right, WikiPix, you coming? I don't like dead air. So we're going to give you 10 seconds. All right. Five seconds. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and start the game, Wiki Picks. All right. Here we go. R- Rewilded reselling, Cali reseller Lewis, Red Dirt Picker, and G 87. Here we go. Getting started with the game. Now I get to see. Their scores pop up. I'm going to turn the volume down a little bit. Oh, it's off or on? It's a little loud, isn't it? Let's see if I can control this volume. (laughs)
3: All
0: right, is that better? Or is that too loud still? I I just said, ride it out. Uh, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna turn it off. All right, so we got <clears throat> 20 questions about reselling and about the uh, football. Uh, oh, WikiPick said I'm good on the game, man. Go ahead. Okay, cool. Thanks, man. So we got Cali Reseller taking the lead. He's got 1,430 points. Oka G87 with 660. Red Dirt Picker with 600. Rewilded Reselling's not doing so good. He's got zero points so far.
1: Not a football Let's, fan.
0: Not a football ABCD. fan. It's reselling, and <laughs> there might have been some presidents in there too because the
1: inauguration was this. That was last week, wasn't it? Any, anyway. any questions about Chester A. Arthur, no one's going to get that. Come on. Chester A. Arthur. <laughs> um,
0: Lewis is still in the lead with 2,980 points. Then G 87 tr- trailing halfway at 1260 rewild and reselling has got some points on the board at 810 points red dirt picker is now in fourth at 600 points it's a tough it's a tough one because you know what it looks like there's not any major streaks going on let's see if we can take a look at some of these questions now i'm not going to show you the answers but let's see question number one is Bobby bought a ball for two dollars and sells it on eBay for twenty dollars plus shipping. Assuming shipping is exact. What is Bobby's net profit after 10% eBay fees are removed? So those are the that's right. that's one of an example of a type of question I came up with almost like a math. math. <laughs> getting close.
1: He didn't know we, he didn't say we'd have to do math the scratch paper.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then we got um the very first video uploaded to YouTube. Who is the latest oh. American Ninja Warrior champ?
2: Yeah, you put some hard questions on
0: here. <laughs> what is the, the
1: color? Video. It's a YouTube video of me at the park.
0: Is that... What is the color of that the paint an in the it was already, yeah. White House?
1: So, so yeah.
0: There's some, there's some tough questions. We see somebody got it right, though. Somebody got it right and somebody got it wrong. That means no, not everybody's seen it yet. Here's one. Who was the 32nd vice president? Four incorrect answers. So, yeah, I didn't say it was going to be easy. Let's see. Lewis is still in the lead with 2,980 points, but we got Rewild and Reselling pulling up at 2,900 points. This is getting good. And a new leader, Red Dirt Picker, with 3,290 Oka G 87 with 1,900 points. Getting close. This is the fun part. We got 29% accuracy here. 29% accuracy. It is a tough trivia quiz.
1: I don't even know who the 32nd Vice President of the United States is. They just <laughs> keep
0: jumping. Rewilded Lewis, Red Dirt Picker, G 87 They just keep oh, jumping. All right. It looks like Lewis may be done with his quiz. He has a total score of four thousand five hundred and eighty points. Rewilded reselling forty one hundred points. Red oh. dirt picker just took the lead with four thousand seven hundred and sixty points. And Okaji eighty seven oh. is two thousand one hundred and fifty points. Whoa, a massive, no, massive lead.
1: It's. I mean, it all comes down to Okaji eighty seven. Yes, they can get. She is can taking her
0: time. Taking her time. This is one of those tests where the more time you take to get the correct answer, the less points you get, but you get no points for the wrong answer. So mm-hmm. it's a balance of, you know. It's
1: a bold strategy, Cotton.
3: We'll see. If it pays yeah. off.
0: <laughs> so we've got Rewild Resale Reselling, Red Dirt Picker, and Cali Reseller Lewis have completed their test. Currently, it's that's the order of first, second, and third. G eighty seven is Got is in fourth place, but has a few questions left to answer. Currently, with three thousand eight hundred and eighty points, she needs to get about twelve hundred points to pull first place. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Over here in the chat, we got Red Dirt Picker saying, "Man, I suck <laughs> at tests," <laughs> yeah. and then Rewilder Reselling. That was incredibly hard. Okay, yeah, maybe just, I made yeah, it a little bit too that's hard. That's I didn't want to make it easy.
1: Dispenser. I mean, you got to make it hard for mm-hmm.
0: that. I didn't want to. I didn't want it so close. It was so easy that it was just so darn close, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, so Okaji eighty-seven is finishing her test now. She's still probably got about two or three questions left. <clears throat> Let's see some more of these examples um what was the one millionth item sold on ebay oh, oh
1: i read what, that it was i had to make some trivia questions one time um don't say it the, out loud
0: where? don't say it out loud oh, because we oh, got somebody oh, still oh. taking the test and then here's the easy question have you subscribed to my channel <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> three people got it right <laughs>
1: What's the name of Gary's other jeeping channel? That would have been a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Sexy Overland, by the way, in case anybody's, uh, you know. Here's curious. a
0: tough one. How do you calculate ROI? Oh,
1: my God. You're supposed to read all that in 10 seconds?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a winner. In first place, it's Rewilded Reselling.
3: Rewilded. He
0: takes the lead. Mr. Rewilded Reselling is taking the lead here with... 5,020 points with a 35% accuracy. Congratulations, Wyatt, with Rewilded Reselling for winning the custom-made DC Comics tape dispenser from Sal's Dispenser. Wyatt, reach out to Sal on Instagram so that he can work out the details on how to get you this awesome-looking tape dispenser and um that's the trivia that's the giveaway my friends and that is all she wrote for tonight's episode i hope everybody had fun sal i hope you had fun too man i really appreciate you joining us tonight um red dirt picker he broke a sweat while trying to answer those (laughs) questions oh that's
3: awesome oh
0: man um sal any last words or things you would like to share with our guests to promote either your etsy page or your instagram or your tape dispensers
2: no yeah just uh you guys can find me on instagram at sal's dispensers um or on etsy sal's dispensers as well um and you can uh follow the journey look out for more um i do want to give another little uh discount for the four that participated if you reach out to me before sunday you can get a four dollars off your next order. So I really do appreciate you coming here and also supporting these two gentlemen here and for you guys supporting me too as well. Um, so I really do appreciate it. That's awesome. So y'all heard that red dirt picker, Oka G
0: 87 Cali riso Lewis. You get a discount on your tape dispenser just for playing. Thanks so much for coming tonight, guys, Gary, any closing
1: words? None. I mean, not really. I mean, just, you know, again, uh, Sal, you, you, you make great tape dispensers, man. You, you've, I mean, you've gone above and beyond. I'm more than, than thrilled with what we've got. I think you, uh, you work for a organization that, you know, I mean, I can't say enough about that. I think it's so important um you know what you do on a daily basis to change people's lives so uh for that you know i know that they're grateful for it uh you know we're grateful for people like you that do the work that you do uh so again you know uh thanks a million from the bottom of my heart i think from adam too i can speak for him uh you know it's been a great show tonight
2: yeah thank you thank you
1: excellent all right,
0: everybody. Thanks for joining us over here at Body Pal Picking at the Resellers Late Show. We'll do this again in two weeks. Same. Um, we might change it up depending on the guest I'm trying to work on. I'm not sure yet, but it'll be in two weeks for sure. We'll keep you posted on social media. Y'all have a great night, everybody. Come join us again and subscribe if you will, while you're here. Thanks again. Good night. Thank you. Night, y'all.